0: Awaken your Alpha, the Alpha way. Aussie Life is sponsored by the UK Youth Conditioning Association. First ever UK Youth and Fitness Conditioning Summit in November 15th and 16th in the London Gatwick area. Pre-launch price that is just crazy. We have our venue confirmed and we have... Several speakers confirmed. More details to come, but if you want to get a ridiculous deal now, find out more, head over to UKYCACourses.com and The Early Bird is still available now.
1: The Awaken Your Alpha podcast.
0: Live limitless. I was in the Batcave. There you go. So, guys, we're just going to roll straight into it. So, this is the Aussie Alpha Way weekend, (laughs) weekends all year, and we've got Nick Lucas has jumped on. He's pulled over in the car because he was falling asleep, so he's passing. <laughs> hey, 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 <laughs> hey, Dr. Nick, how are you? Johnny, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good, mate. And John Blake's in the house as well. So, <laughs> I don't know if anyone else is going to jump in, but <clears throat> so guys, I haven't really properly touched base a little bit back and forth, but uh. What you've been up to? I guess we go with he was first in. So Nick, what have you been up to since uh, since we had you on the show on the Alpha Awaken Your Alpha reading? Well, actually, I told a story on that um, on
2: that show of yours. Yeah. About a near a near death experience I had. Yeah. And and since then, um, I've told that story a few more times, and it's actually had a big impact on my business because I've decided to go or well, to incorporate much more of that sense of the fullness of life and why we're here into, into the coaching I do. So, um, rather than just helping people with online business and digital marketing and influence, I'm, yeah. I'm incorporating that other stuff in. So, wow. yeah, so that's, that's what I've been, I've been, I've been working my, my, um, I work, been working my butt off and also figuring out how to, how to kind of bring the science, science and
0: spirituality together. Which is yeah, that's it. That's what I've been doing. That's awesome. Well, I say that that when you when you spoke about it on the show, that's a big part of well, that's a huge part of you and your like part of your makeup and sort of where you come from and being authentic. That's that's cool, man. Because yeah, that is a that is a powerful story. So um, yeah, I don't know if, if if people haven't listened to that disgraceful number one, but yeah, you had uh, you was literally brought brought back to life, or you floated out of your body and was pretty much looking down and pretty much making the decision whether you wanted to crack on or just tag out, <laughs> if I remember correctly. That's pretty, pretty much it. Float off into the piece or um, or stay around.
2: And, you know, I hadn't talked about it very much at all. Yours was actually the first, um, you know, the first interview I actually talked about it on.
1: Brilliant. And
2: since then, I, I guess it, it, it opened up a, you know, it's kind of like a coming out in a way. It's amazing too how many people now I've t- spoken about it on Facebook too. It's amazing how many people have reached out and said they've had a similar experience. And um, some people have never spoken about it. Um, so talking about it almost gives has given some people a sense of permission, not that they need permission, but yeah. you know what I mean, like encouragement to to talk about the fact they've had this as well. I think there's something like 13 million or 14 million people estimated to have had this kind of experience in the US in, in the yeah. last year or so. You'd expect it to be much more common because of how how... How much better modern medicine is at resuscitating people. Um,
0: yeah. Well, so uh, yeah. Anyway, there, that, they, it, there must have been quite a few who just on the stats who have had this. John, have you have you ever died and come back? Um, no, I've. Uh, neither. <laughs> I've, I've, I've.
1: I've. No, I haven't. Um, <laughs> you might remember that. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not, not that I can remember. You, no, you guys, have got great. to get. With, you got to get with the show. You got to. You got to get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling a little bit. You've like Got to go with the trend. <laughs>
0: yeah. If, I was going to say it's one of the things. If you can guarantee me, I can come back. I'll be up. Hey, I'm up for it. But it's just there's the, there's that's the problem with that kind of issue. There's that there's that chance that you might be like, right, I'm up for coming back, and they're like, mm, it's not going to happen. It's not. It's not looking good. John, wh- I don't
2: know. I reckon. I reckon Blakey takes on some surf and does some waves that are uh, that he'd like the same kind of guarantee
1: on. <laughs> on that john you know, i've, were, I've, I've been day held day. down a couple of times you know where i've come up feeling fairly um seeing stars and and all that sort of stuff oh, but um yeah. no, ne- never so
0: much that uh, that i actually lost you know lost consciousness on the zambezi river in africa i did the whitewater rafting and there's the, the last one was called the big one <laughs> and it literally it literally the wave it just goes straight down as a grave, i think Grade four to five, I think it's a five, they don't let you do it at this time, And this, but this is African standards, so it's proper yeah, hardcore. Hard most, most people get out and stand on the side of the river to watch who goes, and this, hmm. the, the boat just went straight down to the bottom of it, and it just comes into a big wave that goes back on itself, and it just went arse over tip, just arse over end, and we just flipped right around, and they've been saying all day, hold on to the the raft if you fall out, and so I've managed to do it all day, so this time, the first one I've, we all got, obviously, pinned, chucked out. Managed to hold onto to the rope and, uh, so you don't get sucked down. So I'm doing this for a while. I'm completely run out of breath. And it dawns on me. I'm thinking, this is taking a while. So I drag, managed to drag myself up, grab a breath, pop up. And then I realise the, uh, the raft has got stuck in the bottom of this wave. And it's just pinned. Whoa. And so then I realized, oh, crap, I'm going to have to let go. <laughs> so big breath and then let go. Got pinned, pushed right down, tucked up into like a little cannonball smashed into a rock but I was in a little ball and got cut my back but at least I didn't get jammed on the rock and uh, by this stage my missus is downriver freaking out because obviously I had everyone else was popped out because I'd held onto it for a while but at least I got a breath yeah she thought I was dead pretty much but that's the closest I can chip in with a near death story really <laughs> actually now, now that you mention it
1: <laughs> now that you
0: mention I, it I, um, I
1: had a surf at Cronulla one day and it was massive it was which in, end mate um it was the it was the end closest it was the beaches but it was the end closest to um to um what's it called shark Shark bay point what's it That's, what's the that point that just go with great. south or north <laughs> uh it was um it was south yeah got it and and no, it was exactly where you mean so it was, yeah it was like is it Shark Bay the, the the point the right-hander I never know the names of the places but I know where you mean Yeah yeah anyway so it was like it was massive it was like 6 to 8 foot and I paddled out and it was there was this rip and it, and it takes you all the way down to Kernel Point and and they call it the Voodoo Express because there's a breakdown <laughs> right at the end Man the names of this stuff Voodoo Yeah and it and there's this horrendous rip and I paddled out there and I took off on a wave, and it closed out. And I pulled into it, and my leg rope snapped. And so I was like sitting right out—you know, it's like probably two, three hundred meters out to sea, in this rip. And I'm like, whoa. And I wasn't particularly fit at the time; like I just hadn't really done a lot of swimming. And so I paddled for a wave and body surfed it, and then my wetsuit filled up with water. Oh man because I was like something wrong with the, with the Velcro at the back. And so I was literally like the Michelin man, like just wetsuit chock-a-block full of water. And and I'm like, oh man, this is like, I'm trying to swim. It's like, you know, probably an extra, at least an extra 30 kilos of water, like swimming around with my, in my wetsuit. And so I'm thinking, right, I've got to take the wetsuit off. I just got to swim in, you know, I got to take this wetsuit off and swim in. Then I realized that I hadn't put any Speedos on underneath. (laughs) So i was like i would have been swimming in nude like because i was was like so i'm like okay so that's definitely going to be a last resort but i'm not quite ready to do that yet so so i got another one and just literally just bounced down the face of these things and i was like just so exhausted and then some bodyboard come past he must have seen me and he surfed past me and i grabbed hold of his leg. And he towed me for about probably maybe 30 or 40, maybe 30 or 40 metres, I reckon. Yeah. And then I swam in and I literally sat on the beach for about three quarters of an hour just going, whoa. So that, that was a, that was pretty
0: close. That could have gone, you know, that could you know, have gone I mean, pesky. It's one of the things like normally you'd be fine. But like you say, maybe your fitness and your swim wasn't up. And then random things like your, your wetsuit fills up and, yeah, you just get caught, and it's not like you can prepare or it just it's catch you off guard sometimes in a little thing. Yeah, like that it can go the other way. Definitely. Yeah,
1: that was heavy. I was like, whoa, I'm going to be walking up the beach nude. Am I ready to do that? Yeah, I'm, I'd prefer to do that than to die. Yeah. But I'm not quite ready
0: to do that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, how, how, how did you um, get into your near death experience? I honestly can't remember at the top of my head. I, I know you was obviously in hospital, if I remember correctly.
2: Yeah, no, I had, I had, um, I'd had
0: emergency surgery.
2: That was awesome. and uh, abdominal surgery. And then, um, and I, they had me on oxycodone, um, which is a pain, uh, is a pretty, pretty strong painkiller. Anyway, um, oxycodone what it does is it suppresses your breathing and that's why people OD on it. Um, it's similar to heroin overdoses, I guess, where people go to that place of complete peace and light and float off into it. And you know, that's yeah. it. So, um, that's what I was on. That was what was causing it. So, um, you know, it was having that effect on I me. Mean, I had no air hunger. I mean, one of the things I, I get people to do if I'm explaining this is say, you know, hold your breath for 30 seconds and just see how uncomfortable it becomes, where you start to feel that absolute. You know, you want you want to breathe. Imagine it the opposite way around. Imagine if to breathe was just as much effort as for us now normally it um yeah. it is to to not breathe. So, um, and that's what the what kept happening. I kept going back into this place all the time of no breathing whatsoever. And, um, and you know, the, the, feeling was one of incredible peace. So very, very tempting to stay. And it wasn't, eventually I did have to tell, I had to tell the nurse and well, that was, that was a decision I made. So it's just one of those things It doesn't have to be as dramatic as that, but anything I think in life that helps you escape your current perspective
0: wakes you up, you know, differently. A wake up calls you literally like, geez, I could have gone today. Even like, even for our, our poorer uh, near-death experience stories but <laughs> even from then you get out and you're like like when I g- got on the side of the <laughs> on the side of the river from that I was like oh I had a good night that night because it was like geez I, it's like an extra one because you know you have a different perspective and all of a sudden life seems a lot better because you're actually alive <laughs> still yeah. that's
2: exactly right well and, and again it's just you know, I don't think you have to have something as dramatic as that happen, but it's also to everything that some people say about don't sweat the small stuff. Focus on the major, not the minor. All that sort of thing becomes, it just becomes more real. Um, and there's a few other things that happened as well that, that are a bit harder to explain, but, um,
0: you know, that's the gist of it. <laughs> well, I mean, we can go into it because straight away I'm thinking this Alpha Way show is just going to be called death or something like that, something to do with near-death experience. that's the way it's randomly gone so yeah I'll be interested in, in the the brain science behind any of this but um just quickly before we get too much into that um I just want to point out it says Father's Day in Australia and I know both of you are fathers so um well thanks for thanks for chipping and I know I just um I just literally said uh, <laughs> if anyone's about I'm gonna do a little show if you're around and I would yeah I I, I wasn't expecting both of you or any? That's so. It's, thanks for taking the time to chip in and just have a little catch up. It's brilliant. No worries. You, you kept saying, "Oh, you know, eight thirty, nine
1: o'clock UK time." I'm like, I got no idea when that is. Well, <laughs> is. is. <laughs> I was
0: is like, my, yeah, my <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Well, I will get home, and if you're on, then I'll jump on. So all good. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah. Well, that's the thing. My end is um. I have my I have a barbecue end of each summer, trying to you know because. The time goes so quick trying to grab some people together and just sort of I like put it at the end of the summer because everyone's so busy in the summers and different things. and It's usually a quieter weekend. So I have my uh, annual barbecue and probably the, well, the last, not probably, the last one I'm going to have in the UK because I'm going to head over to America uh, next year. But um, so the, the back garden looks like a bomb site now. I've just seen that. And um, I must have <laughs> drunk too many energy drinks, stroke, <laughs> random spirits and uh is that, is that like, code for vodka red bull <laughs> maybe but, um, <laughs> but yeah too many because i'm like the kids are away as well the grandparents took them like when it got to the evening session the adult session last night and um so i got the house to ourselves and i'm wide awake like 6am i'm like a waste of time how annoying is this so um yeah so <laughs> the uh, the barbecue and the Aussie special this weekend is in honour of yeah. that, and so I I'd make myself useful while I'm wide awake. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so what's happened for you, mate? Since since this podcast of yours last uh, launched, yeah, um, what's happened? Where, where's it gone, and, and what's it done for you? And what's That's the uh, yeah? You're wow. happy with the
0: outcome yeah. and everything? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not been unexpected where it's gone. I'm I'm waiting for a, a big. A big jump it's, it needs to really crack on exponentially now, but it's, so it's four months in um we just hit twenty thousand downloads um and which which is good, but I, you know I had targets in my in my head and I, I wrote them down near the start and i'm I'm a little off them and so i I put down the marker I want to try and hit seventy five thousand downloads by Christmas, which is what's that though about? about four months. So we've got 20,000 the first four months and I'm looking to hit 75 by then because it really needs a, a jump. But one of them months, we talk about this body-belief balance. One of them months I was in Northern Michigan ch- chilling around a lake. I did a couple of sneaky interviews and um, kept the podcast going, but it was only because, I, you know, obviously I, I enjoy it and I, there were certain people that popped up that I really wanted to speak to. And again, that, that life experiment of doing some interviews, the middle of nowhere in northern michigan in the woods um so so yeah and then i think right near the start around when i was interviewing you guys i interviewed um nick nanton and greg roulette from uh, the dna agency um and they kind of mentioned that oh you know it's a good interview and um at the same time people were asking if i was going to go to this um bestsellers sort of awards and summit that i went to last year and i'll say i'd love to but i'd I don't have a book. And that's kind of the point is a bestseller summit. If you, if you've done a book and you get the award stuff, I said, however, if you think I'd do a good interview, I have noticed what you're missing on your red carpet. You've got all these uh, people interviewing and pretty much they were all American, if not local Californians. I said, you're missing someone with a strange accent as I'm sure you guys can appreciate Uh, (laughs) you. Where's your token Brit. And that's, that's not a bad idea because they're an international company. So long story short, Again. You did the Vox Pop. You what sorry? You did the Vox Pop as people were walking in. <laughs> well uh, yeah, so in um about two two weeks or so, just over, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna off the back of the podcast really, I'm going to Hollywood, California to do the red carpet, my first like live interviews on the red carpet. Awesome. I'm changing sites. How good is that? So instead of being interviewed, I'm gonna and again, off the back of this, these are like obviously the we've I've really planned this interview. <laughs> no, obviously we um, <laughs> So the, the the 30 minute plus interviews I do, I, I love them and that, that I hope they're getting better. But um, these interviews will be sort of, you know, very structured, sort of two minutes. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> tell us about your book. Tell us about your chapter. Thanks for coming. That's how I remember it because it happened to me. <clears throat> sorry, last year. So, um, again, I'm going to grab a load of random alphas and from around the world when i go over there you know the it's going to be a very mix of all sorts of people from all sorts of walks of life and um i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna try and do some live podcasting out there from from la and get some more and who knows and marshall wayne is uh, obviously in that area and uh, he's he said you know when you're over because that's really is right on his spot when you're over um come and say hi we're gonna have a few beers and he's gonna he's going to do some of his type photos and some videos and we'll, we'll see where that goes. So, and cause that, his stuff is absolutely awesome, which I recommend to everyone. Marshall mm-hmm. Wayne. Yeah, me too. He's, he's uh, incredible what he does. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's just little things that have, um, that have come out and I was, I actually, I'll mention it now. I was going to do, um, I'm, I plan to do the, uh, like the alpha way retreats. Literally dudes like yourself, um, Get like a team of trainers um, into one location by the coast and just for a weekend, like long weekend, intensive, just getting the the best experts and featured alphas that have been on the show to come if it's in their neck of the woods. Next year, I plan to do one in Australia and just come in. So, and just take a small group of guys, you know, five or six, and we just intensely (laughs) help them raise their game over the weekend. I was always planning to do that. I was trying to squeeze it in both kind of when I was over there before I went. I'm just announcing now. I'm postponing that till um, early next year because opportunities have popped up where I'm going to be away from home like this one. And um, I don't want to take on too much. So I'm I'm, I'm still committed, but I'm going to, I'm just going to reassess and I'm moving it back. So uh, and like anyone who's applied, <laughs> I will, I will get back to you. and We can talk about that, but it's going to be after. How, how many interviews have you done now, Adam? Um, around about, must be closing in on seventy, I think. What's the what?
2: What do you reckon the major theme is from all the different people you've spoken uh, to?
0: It's a good point. Um, I like uh, I, the key thing. I think as well is that you know not needing permission, not listening to other people, but you're still very focused and not being strayed from your vision, your path. You take other as a people's opinions and advice, and you're constantly learning, but you're not like it seems some people you're not going to get stranded oh yeah what they're doing is very cool and go that way and then say oh that that person over there and then go the other way you'll you'll take bits from everyone they're always open to learning and constantly learning um but ultimately they have a very clear vision of where they want to be what it looks like who they're going to be speaking to you know where they're living and they're 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 stick sticking to the course even when they have good days bad days they're still moving forwards towards ultimately where they where they want their life to go so that's been a key thing I think I can't relate to that at all <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is that they do the work they're, it comes down to the, this old um what Brian Grasso said and I love this this one you know simplicity plus discipline equals freedom. And that's the thing, they, 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 they're very structured. They know when they work well at certain times of the day. They they really try and always fine-tune it. They haven't fine-tuned, they're still fine-tuning. So, you know, just how their day works best for them, how they can be more efficient. And yeah, just always putting the work in really, but, but in all areas of their life. So when I say put the work in, that means they're not working all the time, they're putting the work in with their family, they're putting the, putting the work in with their finances, putting the work in with their, their social, like we're doing this morning, <laughs> um, you know? So they're, yeah, they're just killing it in, or persu- the pursuit of greatness is the key thing, I think. John? Who,
1: who's, been the most,
0: uh, who's been the most interesting or fascinating
1: person that you've interviewed, other than myself oh. and Nick? I'm liking this. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Thanks John.
0: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's a given. I'm liking this. I I tell you what this is this is right now is almost getting the most fascinating because it's uh, it's nice to have the shoe on the other foot and not like me saying uh, guys can you ask me these questions it's just it's it's good. I like so I like that. Um I've tell you I've probably mentioned if 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 anyone's listened to all the shows um Toby Alexander that was a mental workout for me I um it was it was later in the evening for me over here but mm. I would I kind of I was I was prepared trying to like I was very up for it as in prepared because I'd heard a few of his bits and I was just so fascinated and um obviously the, the people who have been here are just absolutely awesome and I, I love all the interviews but that that one it just it just felt a bit different to what he was saying you know it, obviously clearly he wouldn't be saying like some of the books that that have popped up a few times, and mm. and after it, much like if, if if I hadn't worked out for a couple of weeks and I went to the gym and absolutely smashed myself, and the next day or the next 24, 48 hours, my body would just have pure DOMS, and i will just be that that tender feeling. After sort of an hour talking to him, my brain—I'm not even joking—I think my brain had had a workout, and I had DOMS in the brain, <laughs> and yeah. I liked it. <laughs> so. He that was that was a, a definitely a different one, and that, and that that got a lot of response. Mm-hmm. Um, just just recently for sort of wake up factor, I've just uh, interviewed Garrett J White. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we, we it was a, it was a video one as well, and uh, he was literally sh- shouting in my face, and I, I kind of quite like that <laughs> to, to a point, but I I'm I'm really interested in uh, how uh, people take that one because i i think I, generally I, I said to my wife a lot of the interviews i think they're universally like people would say that that's a that's a good show like when garrett's come out comes out i think next week potentially the week after i think i think so, it's going to split opinions i think slightly i think um some people would it'd be like their favorite episode and some people would be like 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 he says he, he says in there you know he, he's an arsehole or he's, he's loud he's uh, you know he's loud. He curses a lot. That's just him, and he he, he he doesn't care, and he puts across his message. And I think some people can absolutely love it, and other people, I'm interested to see uh, what they think. So uh, that was two two that stick out just in my head at the moment. Whether you agree with him or not, you got to respect his energy. Yeah, just for sure. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly <laughs> that. That was it. And um, now, um, and he and he said it in it, it like out of all the interviews where I literally have to say, uh, hello, thanks for coming. Uh, and just, that's it. He was off. Like <laughs> I, I think I said about two words per <laughs> per 20 minutes. Um, but Hey, it's, it's it, i I've kind of, I listened through it cause it was about an hour and I've sort of cut it, I'd cut it down to about half an hour or 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's, uh, there's there's some, some gems in there. And, uh, as I say, it's it's hard it'd be hard to listen to that one and not feel slightly out of your comfort zone, I think, because there's some you know literally some questions asked there or shouted there. So yeah. <laughs> that was cool. But um John, what what have you been up to? Mate, I, I think one of
1: the things that came through loud and clear in, in the interview that I did with you and, and I guess the thing that's the things that resonated with you and 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 you know what sort of came back to me through the feedback that I had from some of the people that, that listened to it was this whole idea of, of of backing yourself and and what I guess what i've done is really just gone back to what I know that works and 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 are literally becoming an even bigger best example of my own best advice and that's something that's you know it's always been there, but I just found that whenever i've strayed from that and Tried to do different things that aren't necessarily coming from the core of 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 who I am and the things that I'm good at or the, or my strengths, so to speak. Um, I I haven't really ever you know had that good a result. So you know, just sticking to what you know and sticking to your strengths and and and, and literally backing yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know
1: what I mean? It's, there's lots of people that would have you become their version of, 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 of their best advice when in actual fact, everyone, because everyone's different, you know, you can't really do that. You know, you, you have to really just stick with, with what you know and stick with your strengths and certainly, certainly learn things from other people, but, but translate that into, into your own thing, you know, and, and that's, that's something that I've always known, but it's something that since we spoke, I've become, I think an even better person, a better
0: proponent of if that makes sense <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it's like a continual process you can't be like you can't just leave it and think yeah i was good at that i'm always good at you know knowing my path and what i should be doing it's like like all of these things is it's, it's, you've got to be in the habit and you've got to continually work at it and it's yeah it's it's like you know whatever you
1: learn you've got to you've got to bring it through the filter so that it so that it can literally become part of, of, of what it is that you do and part of your own growth rather than something that you just rotely copying somebody else in. You know yeah. what I mean? There's lots of people that would have you follow them, but I think the, the 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 biggest breakthroughs that we all get is when we take something and we translate it into what that means for us. Yeah. And uh, and and I've yeah I mean I've been through that process a number of times throughout the years, but, but I think since we last spoke, I think that's been, a, that's been a big realization, not just for me, but for the people that I work with as well. It's like, you know, take this idea and turn it into something that works for you. You know, don't, don't, just, don't just blindly copy it. Take this idea and, and, and really translate it into what, what, what it's gonna mean for you and how it's gonna work for you in your life.
0: Definitely. I mean, yeah. the question was asked earlier about um, some of the things I've noticed in like, these 70 plus interviews. This almost—I should just highlight it—but it almost is a given for me, and that's why I probably didn't even mention it. Without question, everyone who I've interviewed, not even—I don't even have to think of it. Every one of them—they're—they're they're, they're hustling, number one. But they're working in—or work, not even work. They are—they are following something that it's hard to tell if it's work or play. It is a hundred percent. They are passionate about what they're doing. That's—they literally that is it is they're not doing a job where they say, you know, like where they don't look forward to going to work or they, they're they're not getting up in the day and looking forward to working with clients or, you know, doing their next project or creating something. They're all doing basically what they want. They they've Mm -hmm. feel it. hasn't been chosen, but they've created it. So that, that's it. That's a given off the bat of all the people I've interviewed easily.
1: Yeah. Yeah, It's interesting, you know, in, in this country, I don't know what it's like in the UK or, 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 you know, potentially what it's like in the States, but in this country, when you tell, when, when someone asks you what you do and you tell them that, that, that for want of a better term, you know, you, you have a consulting business or you're doing some consulting Yeah. for a lot of people, that's like being unemployed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's like the word entrepreneur in England. Basically. Yeah you don't do any, you, you, you're no good at anything. Quality.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's no. like, what are you up to at the moment? Oh yeah. I'm doing a bit of consulting. It's like, yeah. Does that mean like you're not doing anything at all? You know, <laughs> whereas yeah, you say,
0: Oh, sorry about that. Don't worry. I'll pick up. You'll, you'll
1: be all right. <laughs> <I buy> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, 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 uh, unusual to find somebody who's, who's doing that. Um, you know, on an ongoing basis, but I've I've managed to help a lot of people who are in that space, who aren't just doing it as a uh, as 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 code for I'm unemployed. I'm waiting for my next corporate gig, corporate awesome. job. yeah So,
0: um, what time's over there, gentlemen? So, quarter to four where I, I am, and,
2: and we're Dr. Nicky, beer, it, beer o'clock. Well, okay, okay, not that I do beer, but Vino time for a Vino, I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Father's Day. Oh man, that's the last thing on my mind. I think I'm. I'm gonna not eat or drink, I'm gonna have some detox here, I think. But um <laughs> so you know, um it's Father's Day there, but um anything else planned for the rest of the day or do you have a good day or Well we just went out and had, had a, a fantastic small sport. Day. <laughs> okay yeah, I should I should I should actually I should run this then so uh, Nick, Nick, how's your day? I <laughs> go first. <laughs> oh, it was it was it was really good. I got up, I played Minecraft with my son. Cool.
2: Um on, on Skype with his mates and we had um, player versus player killing each other as Lego men. And then we went up and caught up with my dad and the rest of my family up on up the coast. Dad's 84. So there was three generations and, you know, we, we caught, talked and caught up and talked about what it's like to be a father and what it's like to be a son. Um, you know, it didn't get too salty or deep and meaningful, but we definitely touched on what it, what it means. And uh, and then that's when and then and then I had to swap over because I was driving home and fell asleep driving. Well, I didn't. I felt like I was going to fall asleep. So Rhoda started driving, and you you called me. So here we are. So awesome.
1: That's my day so far. Mm. What about you, John? Uh, well, I, I had the monkeys uh, come in and like <laughs> jump on us at about quarter past six, which is pretty standard. Yeah. Um, and then we had <laughs> breakfast, and then we went out and had a smorgasbord with the whole family. There was about probably 21 of us um, at this august board place in the city so that was fun and then uh, yeah same thing i was on my way home in the car and
0: <laughs> and, uh, and got the hit and so uh yeah just popped back in and dialed in and away we go yeah, that's one thing i've noticed from all the people i've interviewed um implementation and just taking action like there would have been if you guys hadn't been on the show before there might have been like oh like oh yeah, I'm interested in that. Can you send me through some details and we'll, we'll line it up. I need to get prepared and you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'll, I'll be interested in doing that future and all that sort of stuff. But you know, you <laughs> was like, I was like, I've got the whole day because it's early morning here. He was like, well, I I, I, I can be good to go in 10 minutes. So I was like, okay. And because the reality, <laughs> the, the issue was... Well,
2: you can, you know what? Like, if people are who being who they are, why do they need to prepare? Like, you
0: know, why do you need to prepare to be yourself? I doesn't make sense to <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, I <laughs> right to a room and put on the yeah the John Blake yeah. face and mask. But that's the thing. And I I looked at it and I was like, mm, well, Dave, you are saying you can do it in ten minutes? And I said, oh, let's line it up for you know five hours time. So you might not be there. Nick might not be there. Who, like if you're good to go now? That that's one of the Aussie alphas, and I want them on. And so let's 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 go for it. And then you know, I've got. I said. Yeah, the only thing I had on my schedule, I've got a, a charity dragon boat race in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me how I got into that. I was inviting someone to my barbecue. They said they couldn't come, and they had a dragon boat race early in the morning. And I said, oh, I always, always fancy doing that, just chucking it away. And they're like, really? And I was like, yes, really. And then it went down that path, and I kept thinking they were calling my bluff or vice versa. And eventually, it's like, yeah, we've got a spot in the boat started giving me times and i've got to wear a, a surgeon's outfit apparently that they're going to give me <laughs> the turn up so we're seeing what happens there there you go <laughs> so that's that's that really but um <laughs> yeah what unless you guys want to again i don't it's, it's father's dad i don't want to take too much of your time and this goes for as long as we fancy but unless you guys want to tell us what, what's coming up for you anything on the horizon the next week month or anything big coming. um but I, i'm happy I, Whenever you see I'm doing one of these Alpha Ways at the weekend, um, if you fancy it, say, hey, I want to co-host again. Just jump in if you've got anything coming up. And, I'll, yeah, I'd love to have you on. But anything coming up, I will go Nick first then. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm just
2: um, – all I'm doing is, is ramp, trying to ramp it up in every single area of life. You know, I've, I've started doing CrossFit. I've been, I've been doing CrossFit stuff at the gym with my trainer for about 18 months now. Yeah. But my wife and I, Rhoda, Rhoda and I, we we joined a um, CrossFit gym. It's just I see, yeah, it's just not local. local. We've got to hop in the car and drive somewhere, mate. She's um, it, it was just so much fun. Is it so much fun working out with Rhoda? We just have a blast. We we go to the gym about four times a week together. Um, <laughs> we're seeing all these changes in our body. Like seriously, we we're hotter than when we first met. It's awesome. <laughs> so um, it's. it's 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 fantastic and and of course as we know it uplifts every other area of your life if you're open to it and you know one of the things that that crops up for me when i when i speak to people whether it's my clients or just hearing other people speak is that i think that that some of the people who are most at risk of missing out on incredible things in their life are the people who've had success in one area because their contentment with that one particular area hides the fact or hides the discontent they have in all these other areas of their life yeah, And the thing is, I, you know, I mean, I'm still, you know, I'm stealing a line from Garrett stole it from someone else, but it's like, you can have it all, but to have it all, you have to give it all in every single freaking area. And yeah. once you start opening yourself up to that possibility, then all of a sudden you the, the up-leveling is something that is the unravelling. I mean, it's just phenomenal what begins to happen. Um, and it's just, it's great. You know, like the other day I was at CrossFit, my kids come along. That's the other really good thing about CrossFit. They let the kids come. Oh, My kids cool, are participating yeah. in squats. They're doing box jumps. They're doing shuttle runs, and you know you're just getting so much more out of every minute of every day. Um, so that's that's what I'd encourage every everyone to do. It's like yeah. don't just settle for one good part of your life. Just insist on
0: it all being freaking awesome. Definitely, I know what you said about the kid going to CrossFit because I, when I was in Northern Michigan in the middle of nowhere for a month. I was working out hard, but they literally got this um, this old um, garage where they do cars, and uh, that's like, you just literally can turn up any time of the day, you just let yourself in, and open up the garage door, like, work out, like, Rocky style, they got good weights there, and I was, like, the only one in there, because it's just it's just a little community, and um, i go in there, and I took my little my little boy, who's, like, three and a half, he came with me, because was, it was, like, early morning, and he was up, and I didn't want to leave him by himself, because everyone's still sleeping, and I said, do you want to come on an adventure? He's like, yeah, so we went down to there, opened up the garage. He was loving it. We was like doing the warm ups, like crawling around like animals, and then he was just making little, little towers of stacking up some of these little weights together. And then I got him. I literally got him on got him on whatever he wanted. He was just having a play in there, um, and yeah, talking about like modelling behaviour. I'm just he sees what I do all the time, and that's just absolutely the norm to him, and that's how he's going to grow up. But I loved it. But it's but, awesome, yeah. isn't it? It's awesome. Yeah, so apart from you know, the kids, like, I trained. The kids love it. I did have the classic American diet. I did live on, not live on him, but I. I indulged in quite a few donuts and ice cream, but I trained hard. So now I'm, this next month will build up to going to LA. I'm going to, and Marshall's photos, I'm going to hit the diet as well. That missing piece of the puzzle for now. But um, John, what about yourself? Anything coming up? Um, Well, I've I've been, I I ran that surfing event a couple
1: of months ago. Well, actually it wasn't a month ago. It was probably only about three weeks ago uh, in Byron. And that was, that was awesome. It was like, it was the best three-day training I've ever run. I've run that event heaps of times, but never in, in the way that I did it there where essentially we meet in the lobby at seven, go surfing for two hours and then start all the sessions at 11 o'clock. Having been for a surf, come back, had a shower, had some breakfast and just sitting in the room with all of that as, as, as being you know the main part of your day yeah. It was just the most fertile environment for um you know for what we were doing. So that yeah, that was that was brilliant. I'd be doing more of
0: those, that's for sure. Sweet. Well, gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure and I think uh, my recording stuff is gonna probably run out in the next minute or so, but thanks so much for jumping on. It's been fast and furious and I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out sometime today. I, can, I might even try and get it out before I go to this dragon boat, but um it's been pleasure, a Adam. <laughs> Stay in touch. Pleasure, mate. Cheers guys. Absolute See you, pleasure. Speak to you very soon. This episode is sponsored by the UK Youth Conditioning Association. Oh, so the first ever UK Youth and Fitness Conditioning Summit in November 15th and 16th in the London Gatwick area. The awaken your Alpha Podcast. Live Limitless.
1: Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help carry off my bag.